1170. The answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is TGIM. It is Monday evening in San Diego, and I'm super excited to be here with you guys. In fact, I've been waiting for this moment since about two minutes after I finished Friday night, because that's when we all got the news that Andrew McCabe had been given the boot. He had been given the big tsh out the door. I don't care if it's five minutes or five seconds before somebody's retirement. You get caught committing crimes against this country, especially as a civil servant, i.e., taxpayer-funded employee, and you get the boot. At least that's what should happen. But I don't know, because McCabe says he's got some memos, so we got to see what's in those memos and whether or not, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see if, if uh, President Trump should be shaking in his shoes. Well, my first guest will answer that question coming up here in a minute. And then we've got more coming at y'all tonight. We've got, a, you want to know how we can literally take California back? Well, let me tell you, my, my guest coming up in the show has that answer. And you know what? Taking California back is crucial to our entire nation, not just those of us who live in California. And I know y'all think we should be, have already packed up and left. And then in the culture war segment coming up, something that I've been talking about. Y'all know I love my men, right? I love my men. And we've been talking about the war on men. So I've got a man who is a cultural academic expert and a cultural academic analyst who's going to be here a little bit later. But first, as always, i got to take thank one of my favorite men for keeping the grease here on the AK Show rolling. It's DJ Carrots Dudes. <laughs> what was that? Sticks in the mix. Oh, sticks in the mix. Well, it is National Chicken Day. And uh, I actually had some chicken today. I think I might have to wrap up the day a little bit later with some fried chicken. Uh, Speaking of chicken, I don't like any chickens who want to make threats after the fact. Okay, McCabe, you know, if you got something, you got the goods on President Trump or something, you've had, what, a year and a half to come forward on something. No, I don't like any weasels behind the scenes trying trying to pull something shady behind the fact, whether it's pro or against President Trump. Joining me now to talk about all this that's going on, because it wasn't even just McCabe after the firing who leveled threats against President Trump. It was Jim Brennan and others. Joining me now to talk about all this is Dr. Victor Davis Hansen. Hi, Dr. Hansen. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hello. All right, so uh, McCabe um, gets fired. His own people in the Office of Personal Response or Personnel Responsibility made the recommendation. Jeff Sessions, I don't know what took him so long, non on that bone, but he finally decided to do it. And we even have Republicans like uh, Little Marco and others saying we should have waited for the IG report before firing somebody whose own people said that he lied under oath to investigators. What's going on here? Well, I think what's going on is that we forget that the FBI's own internal ethics uh, auditor probably got the information from the IG, which already has released among some people the text messages between Page and Stroke, and they had probably already told him that Mr. McCabe had not been truthful when questioned had he ever been in the, a source of an anonymous leak. And if you don't believe that, then James Comey is lying because James Comey said that he, uh, nobody under him had ever leaked anonymously to a news. And McCabe 
said that he hadn't, and then later he said that he had, but that Comey knew about it. So someone or both of them are lying, and that drew the attention of the inspector general who must have contacted the FBI's own internal working group. And, of course, this is all separate from the fact that Andrew McCabe's wife ran for an obscure state Senate seat in Virginia that probably had a budget of only sixty or 70000 and suddenly she was flooded with $675,000 from mm-hmm. two PACs, one of which was controlled by, quote-unquote, Clinton's best friend, Terry McAuliffe. And after she lost, then he assumed direct control over the investigation of Hillary Clinton's email, and he says there was no conflict. Mm-hmm. But that's like you giving me a car. Then after you've already given me the car, I suddenly decide in the future to investigate you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that there is a conflict of interest, and he knew that. And he also, I think we've got to keep in mind that everybody thought Hillary Clinton was going to win the election. So in his mind, he didn't do anything wrong because he not only did not commit probably a fraud or a legal infraction or a conflict of interest, but he thought when Hillary Clinton was elected, she would be delighted that he had Mm -hmm. exonerated her in the FBI and that he was uh, kind of a quid pro quo kind of Clinton guy that repaid his debts. Well, there is something to be be said in terms of waiting for the IG report if if letting him go at this time precludes them from doing something further against him. But I don't think that's the case. I think that, uh, yeah, there's certainly not. I agree with you. I don't don't think there was a problem letting them go at all. No. And, And you know. yeah, Yeah, I think Donald Trump is tweeting about that because he's he's convinced that they're not going to find collusion and it's going to in the months ahead sort of exonerate him and make them look bad. So he's trying to bring attention to all these people. And, you know, with all due respect to McCabe, except for James Comey, who was the only one that was directly fired by Donald Trump, if you start to look at the names of Rebecca and Baker and Stroke and Page and Bruce Orr, I mean, it goes on and on and on. Uh, Christopher Steele, all of these people, brought things on themselves. I mean, Trump didn't have anything to do with reassigning Bruce Orr for lying on a government form about his wife or Lisa Mm -hmm. Page uh, saying the things she did, classified information on texting with her paramour, Mm -hmm. or Christopher Steele or Peter Strzok or any of these people. So it's almost prima facie they've done something wrong or their own internal investigators at the DOJ and the FBI would have never reassigned them, fired them, or asked them to retire. Right. Well, more people clearly need to be fired. And I and and I'm wondering if and I don't know all even though my mother worked for the federal government for 40 years, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with civil service. But there's some things I don't know about in terms of firing because almost nobody ever gets fired. I mean, my mother literally was not allowed to fire people that she caught stealing on the job. And, you know, it's in and to see government people paid by the taxpayers like Marco Rubio feeling sorry as though McCabe is the victim when it is so hard to fire somebody in the federal government that for them to take this step, it's probably far. McCabe is probably in a better shape right now that it happened before the IG report came out because, you know, yeah, I think I think the IG is going to surprise a lot of people because already the disclosure about the text messages have shown mm -hmm. that Andrew McCabe was probably lying and it was probably involved in some type of conspiracy to thwart the candidacy of Donald Trump. You got to remember one thing about this whole mess. And it's all again, predicated on the idea of all of these actors that Hillary Clinton is going to win. Now, had she won, 
Would we know anything about the fusion GPS, the FISA court? No, we wouldn't know any of these, mm-hmm. except one, one party would know. And that would be Russian operatives who sold or gave incriminating evidence about Donald Trump, mostly live, mm-hmm. to Christopher Steele, who then turned it over to Perkins Cole, who then turned it over to Hillary Clinton. So the Russians would be thinking, ah, Hillary Clinton owes us because we gave opposition research in the last weeks of the campaign, and they would claim that it helped defeat Donald Trump. And Donald Trump right now would be screaming and yelling Mm -hmm. that he'd been the the target of a Russian collusion, and nobody would believe him. Yeah. So Uh, it's it's her defeat that nobody anticipated that opened this whole can of worms up. What do you make of the fact that President Trump, first of all, a um, couple, couple things. He's getting a lot of cri- criticism today from conservatives who say that he, that he made a mistake, that if he, that if he hadn't, that he changed the narrative, he was in a great position with McCabe, um, being fired at the recommendation of his own people, that he shouldn't have tweeted out today or over the weekend about Mueller because uh, then it became all about whether or not Trump was signaling that he was going to fire Mueller. I, you know, as though the media was ever going to give him a break and, and just talk about, you know, how in, how innocent Sessions was and how guilty McCabe was all weekend. Um, So I don't think that there was any bad strategy move there on the part of Trump. I want you to answer that as well as what you think about the fact that he's hired DeGeneva as his attorney. Well, I think he's come to the conclusion that after 14 months, nobody cares that they haven't found any collusion. If you think collusion existed, there were two people that would have had to do it. And those were Flynn, who was an expert on Russia, and there would have been Manafort, who had a lot of shady dealings on his own with Russia. And they were both being surveilled. And if you can't find them for collusion after, you know, almost a year, then nobody's going to be guilty of collusion. I think Trump knows that. And he says, you know, this is crazy for me to get up every morning and to be leaked about in the New York Times. And I'm going to change my strategy. And so I'm going to hire people who agree with me. And we're going to go take it to them. Mm-hmm. And once we take it to them with a special counsel and we look at Fusion GPS, and we look at Steele, and we look at FISA, and we look at the unmasking and leaking by Susan Rice and Ben Rhodes and Clapper and Brennan, and we look at Uranium One. At some point, they will not like what's happening to them, what they're doing to me, and then somebody's going to come to me, probably, I don't know, Nancy Pelosi or somebody like that in that party and say, let's call off the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So he's basically pretty cynical, and he says, you know what, the fact that I didn't collude doesn't mean anything to these people. They're yeah. just out to destroy my presidency. So being on the defensive no longer works. So I'm going to act crazy. I'm going to be like I was with King, Kim Jong-un. I'm well, going to talk about, you know, yeah. nuking him and then see how they like it. And well, I, think I think he's right about it. I do, too, because it was disturbing to me to see Trey Gowdy this weekend and others. Republicans say, look, he's acting guilty. If you haven't done anything wrong, act innocent. I think he is acting like an innocent man. It's been how many months? First of all, uh, Trey Gowdy, Mr. Former Federal Prosecutor, should have pointed out the fact that if he cares about the rule of law, that that under the rule of law in the United States of America, you are supposed to have probable cause to spy on another American, and they didn't have it. And then after even having all these Democrats like President Trump pointed out in the Mueller investigation. In fact, on top of the fact that the investigation was based on no probable cause but lies and smears paid for by the DNC, and all these month, months later, there's still no evidence of collusion for it to continue is a travesty. It is a silent coup in, in, in effect, and there's it's it's 
unconscionable that there would be any former federal prosecutor or anybody who, who says that he cares about the rule of law and just say, and support the notion that a, that an innocent American is supposed to just go on as president of the United States while being gunned for by a rogue prosecutor. That's astounding yeah, to me. I, I think what's getting people angry is that what Mueller is doing is actually establishing certain criteria that he thinks or the rule of law, but then he's not applying them to the real transgressors. So he's saying that Flynn did not act, was not accurate, even though we're probably, that's going to be reversed because the transcript that he used to, to collate what Flynn said to struck was illegally obtained probably. But nevertheless, we know that Cheryl Mill did not testify about this survey. Either did Yuma Abedin. We knew that mm-hmm. McCabe did not testify about being an anonymous source. We know that Comey did not tell the truth about uh, the sequence in which he interviewed Hillary Clinton versus already had written a memorandum right. exonerating her. So, but they're not facing any. We know that any consequences. We know that people from Russia are being extradited as foreign nationals that may have been involved in trying to warp an election. But we know Christopher Steele is not only mm-hmm. trying to warp an election, but he's a foreign national, and he can be extradited because we have a treaty with Britain, but yet he's not right. under extradition request. Well, th- so that but we I got guess people are looking. We're looking at this, and we're saying, okay, Mr. Mueller, if you think that's true, then why don't you apply the law equally, regardless of who the person is across the spectrum? Exactly. But he's selectively picking people for a political motive, and he's lost the support of the American people. And he didn't help his case when he picked mostly, uh, not all, Democratic operatives who had, A, given money to the Hillary Clinton in the case of seven of them. But B, more importantly, some of them, like Ms. Ree, had been defending Ben Rhodes, defending the Clinton Foundation. Another Mm -hmm. attorney had been defending the the individual who broke up the uh, hard drives for uh, mobile phone devices. So they were all involved in this scandal. It's yeah. not as if you can't find lawyers who right. are bipartisan, disinterested. Right. Not only that, no yeah, I'm going to have to wrap it up there, but not only that, but you look at the people involved. Rosenstein should not have have been allowed to appoint the special prosecutor or be involved himself because he was one of the people that signed the FISA warrant the request and helped renew true. them three times. So, and more you know, important, he was involved in the, in, in the Robert Mueller investigation of Uranium One. Absolutely. This whole thing is tainted and it was a mistake to appoint Rosenstein and he should have not been allowed it. If, and if yeah. and if Sessions was going to recuse himself, then Rosenstein should have never been allowed to be involved in the investigation. So got to leave it there. Yeah. Dr. Hansen, thank you yeah. so much for being here. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. All right. Now we're going to take a break. We come back. Let me tell you, everybody's talking tonight about this, this uh, something Cambridge Analytics and this shady stuff they might have been doing to affect an election. Well, you know, what? we've got something equally shady that's been happening here in California that has absolutely kept the Democrats in power. But we can stop it. Stay tuned because on the other side of the break, we're going to tell you how you can stop it here in California and take California back. More Andrea Keisha coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. 
Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean. Look, we want to help you save on your electric bill in 2018. The federal tax credit of 30% is set to sunset in 2020. It's going down each year before that, but not now. 30% is still available, and we have no money down, no interest, and no payments for six months. And if you buy three panels, you get one free. Are you kidding me? Buy three, get one free. And... You can get a whole home backup energy storage battery for me for $29.99 a month. No money down, no interest, and no payments. Solar saves you money. Give me a call right now, 888-366-5498. 888-366-5498. Look, I've been doing this for almost 40 years. I'm the best. Forget the rest. 888-366-5498 or at petersondean.com. No money, no interest, no down. Get the battery for 29 bucks a month. 888-366-5498. CSLB 468-117. 90% of women today will eventually be solely responsible for their finances. Are you prepared? Join Sherry Blair, a financial advisor for the past 24 years, as her complimentary guest at Women, Money, and Beauty on Saturday, March 24th at 1 o'clock at the beautiful San Diego Botanic Garden. Sherry will empower you to take control of your finances today so that you can create financial security and freedom now and in the future. Plus, create your own beautiful flower bouquet to take home. This free educational seminar is Saturday, March 24th at 1 o'clock at the beautiful San Diego Botanic Garden. Register today by visiting am1170theanswer.com and search keyword seminar. Educate yourself so that you can make great financial decisions today and prepare for your bright future. Registration is complimentary, includes delicious appetizers and free parking, but you must sign up by visiting am1170theanswer.com and search keyword seminar. Sherry Blair is a financial advisor. California insurance license number 0B42369 with Michael J. Lucci and Associates. Securities and services offered through HBEC Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. HBEC Inc. and Michael J. Lucci and Associates are not affiliated. Have you had trouble getting approved for a home loan because you're self-employed or because of a bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure? Well, you just hit the jackpot. Hi, I'm Jackie Barrican, the self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage, and I believe in second chances. No matter what the issue is, I want to hear your story. Give me a call at Right Choice Mortgage, 844-433-4334. Right Choice Mortgage is a lender to the self-employed, and we fund loans after bankruptcy, short sale, or foreclosure every day. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. So call me, Jackie Barrican at Right Choice Mortgage, 844-433-4334. Don't get denied again. Find out what your options are. 844-433-4334. 844-433-4334. Or go online at mylenderjackie.com. Right Choice Mortgage is licensed by the BRE 01943736. Also licensed by the MLS 1132583 and is an equal opportunity lender. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Having a super fun time here on Monday evening. In fact, stay tuned because coming up in a little bit, we're going to be talking about this war on men that I've been talking about on the show because one of my gal pals... 
uh, she uh, said to me, these men, they, they're not fighting back. We, we, you know, we're going to see if a couple of my favorite dudes here in the studio are going to be fighting back. I got DJ Carrot Sticks with me. And, of course, I got my man, Rod Hatley, who's going to be here uh, chiming in on, on some other topics coming up on the show. Um, including you trial watchers, the Coronado Mansion trial, the, the uh, wrongful death case is going on, hot stuff happening there, so stay tuned, we're going to be talking about that. Um, this may not at first sound like the sexiest topic that a- the AK show has brought to you, this uh, Stop Top 2, but let me tell you, it is as shady as anything that you're hearing about this Cambridge Analytics, and the bribing people with prostitutes and this and this and this. It, any, it's, it's all about corrupting the process in order to affect of the outcome. And that's what's going on here in California in order to keep the Dems in power. Joining me now to talk about this is Tom Palzer from Stop Top 2. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm great, thanks. I'm glad to have you on because but for this well, situation, you. yeah, but for this situation, I think we might have, or at least there's a good chance we might have Tom DeBaccaro in instead of Kamala Harris. Well, so, that happened in 2016. We knew that. Yeah. Um, so tell everybody what is uh, top two. What does this okay, mean? The best, sure. The best way to explain it is by way of example. Uh, it was enacted in 2011. So the top two basically uh, means that in the case of the 2016 uh, election for United States Senate, 34 candidates ran for that race. When the primary came, the vote ended up with the top two with the most votes moving on to the general election. And they were members of the same party. That meant that five parties and 32 candidates were dropped. Yeah. And you had a choice of only two Democrats. I don't care if it's two Republicans, two Libertarians. That's manufactured law. That's, that's yes. not good. Representative law is what we're doing with an initiative to repeal it which is in the signature gathering stage right now. All this is is the language from Prop 14 that created Top 2. We're taking that language out of the Constitution so that on uh, the November ballot 2018, hopefully we'll have enough signatures to overturn Top 2. And the result would be that in future elections after 2018, the top vote-getter from every party winds up on the general election ballot. So we have choice back again, and we've got representative government back again. Which is what which is what they were trying to, which is what the people who wanted this top two were, were trying to stop. Because the, yeah, the, right. the scenario they wanted was exactly what happened, because given the, the mm-hmm. demographics and, and the, the population here in California, they knew with this is that we would end up with two Democrats at the top, and, you know, then it, there wouldn't really be any choice. And so this is absolutely critical. This is critical not just to, to California, can people outside of California sign this? No, they can't sign it, but okay. they can. There are five other states that are considering putting the top two and, you know, enacting the top two. And there are wealthy people from other states that are sending money into those states to try to fight it so those states don't adopt the top two. And we're kind of hoping that, you know, the California situation here with the repeal picks up steam with other you know, throughout the state and also other states, and we get support, perhaps financial support, to help get this done. Because it's a constitutional amendment, uh, the repeal requires a minimum of 585,407 signatures. But the rule of thumb is you need about 
50% more. So we're talking over 800,000 signatures. And the reason for that is you've got county officials and Secretary of State just waiting to throw signatures out for any reason. You yeah. wrote in the box to, to the yeah. right. You know, you, you sign your name and it doesn't look like your name, you know, 40 years ago when you registered to vote. That's been done a lot in this state. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to overcome that. We just sent out 34,000 emails Tuesday morning, followed up Friday morning with another 34,000. So if they, if the people who receive the emails follow the instructions, we could get about three-quarters of a million signatures just from that effort. Well, we definitely need this. There's so many, you know, there's all this hysteria on the part of the left over Trump-Russia collusion and and whether or not those 13 Russians that they indicted for Facebook shenanigans affected our election, which is a bunch of crap. What's really going on, this is the kind of thing that really affects our elections and really takes choice away from from the American people. And let me tell you, this doesn't just affect California because that Kamala Harris is sitting on committees back in D.C. She's voting on, on policy and legislation that affects everybody out there. The website you know, is stoptop2.com. Got to right, leave it there. Stoptop2.com. Stoptop2.com. Thank you so much for being here and for your efforts. I really appreciate what you're doing uh, for the state and for the country. Well, thank you for what you're doing, Andrea. Appreciate it. Have a great show. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Speaking of that, uh, you know, in terms of uh, attempts to interfere with the election, and uh, collusion, you know, Facebook at the top of Drudge, what's what's going on with Facebook? And well, uh, I guess evidently uh, in a variety of different ways, Facebook, you know, the big story of the day is that Facebook let this Cambridge Analytica do some data mining and uh, the... Once, once that got revealed, it affected the stock market today and there was quite a drop. But what's not getting as much news about that because see Cambridge Analytica bragged that they helped get Trump elected. But what nobody's really talking about is that really Facebook, uh, outed themselves today. Uh, the, uh, actually ex Obama campaign chair, uh, she said that Facebook let them quote ingest the, the entire social network of the U.S. And use they therefore use the entire social network of the U.S. for their campaign efforts. That's far greater collusion than anything going on with 13 Russian uh, Facebook bots, supposedly. I really haven't heard anybody uh, complaining about that today. Where is the investigation into that? Oh, by the way, I never saw any investigation into the fact that going back to 2008, there was all different ways that President Obama was, then candidate Obama was collecting foreign donations into that. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to pick it up. Y'all know that I've been fighting that culture war. There's a war on men out there, although the two in the studio with me tonight are all men. They're winning the war here. Ain't nobody's taking their manhood away from them. I'm on the front lines. You're on the front lines, baby. So is Rod Hatley. Stay tuned. We got Dr. Paul Nathanson who's going to be here. He's fighting the war with everybody as well. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, 
then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Andrea Kay here. We've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created. If you're planning on buying or refinancing, it's a must to create your financial roadmap. And if you need a guide, let me introduce you to my go-to, Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760-815-8987, 760-815-8987, or visit thedavestapletondifference.com. That's thedavestapletondifference.com. NMLS number 248823. Doesn't that sound adventurous? Sailing the tropical Hawaiian islands, relaxing in the welcoming Hawaiian culture? Well... That's what I have for you, a vacation coming this August on a decadently lavish Hawaiian cruise with me and my buddies Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher. We're even giving every stateroom to my pillows from Mike Lindell, who will also be joining us. Larry Elder here. It's our Aloha Talkers Hawaiian cruise. Seven luxurious days and nights visiting beautiful tropical sites. Beautiful staterooms, amazing food, adventures on East Island we visit and then evening get-togethers with the three of us sharing insights on the state of our country. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. Come join us. You could send the child in your life to a public school, but why when you could send them to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's Half Price Tuition Program. That's the 2018-2019 school year for half price. Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 The Answer app for the complete list of schools. Then call 844-800-5757 now to enroll your child. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call today, 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Reactions to White House plans to meet with Kim Jong-un highlight the damaging impact of partisan polarization and obsessive Trump hatred. Had Barack Obama arranged to negotiate with a brutal North Korean dictator, some of the same Democrats now deriding Trump would have hailed their hero as a bold visionary deserving of a second Nobel Peace Prize. Some of the voices that blame Trump for incendiary rhetoric leading toward needless war now attack him for reckless concessions in pursuit of peace. Of course, this new initiative could still collapse in a U.S. setback, but Americans should give the president some broad support to strengthen his hand. Yes, Trump true believers can sometimes embarrass themselves by claiming the president can do no wrong. 
but his diehard critics damage our politics by insisting that he can do no right. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Thought I had Dr. Paul Nathanson. Uh, we had him lined up. We're, we're unable to get him on the phone right he now. He's the first casualty of that war. Uh, well, I know he might have <laughs> lost. I was actually going to ask him if he's ever worn the... What, what was that thing? Was it the himper? Was it, no, the romp him. The romper, the male romper. Yeah, the romp him. I was going to ask him if he if he's worn a romp him. Hopefully not. Wow. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about? The little onesies that uh, the the men were wearing that came out last summer. Yes, unfortunately, I saw a few pictures of them. Uh, saw yeah. one guy, I think, uh, on a Saturday evening down in uh, Pacific Beach wearing one of those. Mm. He got a lot. He did get a lot of attention. I think that that's what he was going for. Yeah, but probably the wrong kind of attention would be my guess yeah i think you're right well yeah i mean maybe i don't know yeah that or it could be maybe he's in a in a song group like the village people i mean they, when i first saw it, that's what it, i thought of i thought it was like a boy group kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. anyway it looks like big man babies when you see a guy wearing a romper well oh. yeah i mean i think oh, wow. that's i think that's part of the point you know is and one of the things we've been talking about here is that there literally is a war on men i've talked about it when i and and it's and it's happening in so many different ways. Whether it's the part of this whole transgender movement, uh, whether it's about ima- um, infantilizing men in the country today with these kid-like outfits, or um, or whether it's it's about um, uh, asserting that all men are these Neanderthals, like Hillary said, that that want to drag us and tell us how to vote in the voting booth, or that as though every conversation is them verbally assaulting us in some way. There's just so many different ways that men are under attack. And this guy, Paul Nathanson, you know, he's written uh, some incredible books. So we're going to still try to get him on the phone, like one that he wrote, because there is such a thing as everybody talks about misogyny. There's such a thing called misandry, and that's what's going on. I mean, I kind of saw a little version of it when I was in corporate America, just because the push for diversity had so many. uh, There was a joke at at Xerox, which was, you know, um, I think the joke was, what do you call a white Anglo-Saxon male? you know, extinct, you know, that was the big joke because they couldn't get, they couldn't get hired or a promotion because there was such, when you start dividing everybody up, there was yeah. so much, you know, push for diversity mm-hmm. that, you know, what was left after you hired the women and the, this and the, that, you know, there was just a fewer. So anyway, he, so he's got this book out called spreading misandry, um, the teaching of contempt for men and popular culture, mm. as well as legalizing, but this is one for you, legalizing misandry uh, from public shame to systemic discrimination against men. My goodness. Uh, so anyway, by the way, if you guys want to chime in, on, chime in on this or anything else, give us a call, 888-344-1170. Since I do have my man, attorney, t- uh, tax and estate planning attorney, Rod Hatley here, um, lawsuits, the first lawsuits were filed uh, today involving yeah. the bridge collapse yeah, that yeah. happened in florida down there mm-hmm. and i thought of you because i i saw reports that in that this is going to be like a couple of other lawsuits to where it's not just the company mm-hmm. a big you know we've got these big commercial construction companies but individuals themselves hmm. are going to be sued down to like low level i'm talking architects and other people at the lower level mm, people yeah. that might not even necessarily have insurance yeah and it was the first time I've heard of individuals be suing in this. And so immediately I thought of 
asset protection. How sure. how can somebody prevent themselves from being in a situation to where if they find themselves in the receiving end of a lawsuit, that their home, their cars, they're not going to be completely destroyed economically, financially? Well, it's a great question. I think probably the first thing to do is just make sure you, you find a good attorney to vigorously and zealously represent your rights. And I think at this point, it's probably too late for a lot of folks because once the once the bridge has fallen, people have either been injured or in a more tragic situation, someone has died. Um, you've got um, creditors out there. So it's probably too late at that point, although certainly when I meet with clients, even if the lawsuit has shown up on their doorstep, we can certainly sit down, understand, help them understand their rights and responsibilities and try to figure out what the next steps might be. Now, in some cases, I would just have to tell somebody, look, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, you've, you've waited too long. There's nothing I can do. Good luck to you. Right. Uh, in other cases, I might be able to do something. But by and large, you know, once the uh, once the horse is bolted, there's really not much you can do. You know, you might be able to limit a few things. But by and large, it's it's the, the ball, pretty much the ball game is over. So what can people do? Well, I guess depending on what kind of profession you're in, uh, it certainly helps to have good uh, E&O uh, policy of, a, of insurance. Errors and omission. Yeah, or liability insurance. Maybe you're not a professional. Perhaps you're uh, just a business owner, but you want to have good liability insurance should someone be injured as a result of what you do or fail to do. And, you know, to take it one step above that. Now, again, uh, insurance is always good because you've got a pot of money to make somebody whole if um, someone is injured or, my heavens, you know, they, they, they're killed as a result of your negligence or, um, or you know, failure to, uh, to, you know, to do the job that you were hired to do. So uh, the challenge with uh, life, with the, that kind of um, uh, liability insurance is that it has a cap on it, okay? Mm-hmm. It also has policy exclusions. Right. So um, for the clients that I uh, am privileged to, to serve, uh, if they've got a significant net worth and they want to protect uh, what they've worked so hard to build, then we can talk about maybe doing some advanced estate planning that would include some asset protection features. Like putting the house house or properties in a trust or well, setting up foundations? How do you do that? Or do you not want to give details because well, it's customized? It, it's customized for All the right. individual client. So it'll, it, it'll just depend on when I sit down with a client, I always say, tell me your hopes, fears, dreams, and aspirations, both for you, your spouse, your children. And then once I know that, it's like the old joke, you know, what's the easiest piece of a jigsaw puzzle? Yeah. Yeah, it's the last piece. It, yeah. So, you know, there it is. And so once I know those four things, the hopes, fears, dreams, and aspirations, then I can design the plan because I know what's important to them because they've right. shared that with me. <clears throat> so, pardon me. And then um, it, it'll just depend on what we're trying to uh, solve for, mm-hmm. plan for, and then that'll drive the conversation. And sometimes, you know, I, I'll share with clients, like, these are the options that you have. What would you like to do next? And sometimes people, you know, they think, well, you know, I might, not, I may never be sued, and it's fine. But then, of course, you know, subsequently, like a year later, a lawsuit yeah. has shown up on the doorstep, and I ask myself, what could I have done or said that would have, you know, prompted them to take action at that time? Sometimes and people just got to feel the pain, you know. I mean, do. one of the reasons why I do these news you can use segments is because I and I told you this before the show. I'm one of these people that likes to prevent misery sure. yep. on myself. This goes back to my earliest years as a kid. I can remember, 
you know, watching this uh, drug. We're going to talk about the opioid crisis in a minute, but sure. I was, I, I can remember as a little kid watching this documentary about a heroin addiction mm-hmm. and, and thinking, you know, I'm never going to do drugs because my idea was why not learn from somebody sure. else? Why not prevent a crisis for myself and exactly. some kind of issue? Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of how I live my life. You know, it doesn't mean that I don't, that I avoid every mistake, but if there's some pretty obvious ones that we can avoid, yeah, like probate or sure. losing all your assets in a lawsuit. Because something else I thought about is like car accident. I mean, we all have have insurance yeah. in our cars, but that doesn't necessarily protect you know all your assets if you end up killing somebody on the road accident. Yeah, right? just start adding the zeros. Yeah, so it it'll just depend on what's important to somebody, and especially if they're a uh, a business owner or maybe they're a professional. Or in some cases, it might be a celebrity. It might be a sports, sports figure. And I've right. represented Chargers in the past and been very uh, happy to do so. I It, it just depends on what's Before important. they move to L.A.? <laughs> yes. <laughs> most de- most decidedly. So it would uh, it just depend on what's important yeah. to the client. What do they want to accomplish? Right. What's important to them? How can they get your information? Uh, best way to reach out to me is area code 858-792-3444. 858-792-3444. All right, so President Trump outlined his uh, his plan to fight the opioid crisis mm-hmm. in America. A lot of details involved in that. Um, you know, clearly, I think we've got overprescribing of doctors. I think we need to deal with sealing our border and stopping you know these dr- drug gangs from coming in. But what really struck out to everybody was him saying that he wanted the death penalty for drug dealers. I don't think we've ever seen that implemented in our country. Is that even remotely? I mean, it's hard enough to can can. We're going to talk about the Shack Knight case. The yeah. when we come back from the break but sure. i mean it's hard enough to get oj simpson convicted of murder in this country we're going to get drug dealers convicted of murder when you don't ne- you can't necessarily connect the dots yeah um to my understanding uh, that's something i think that, that may already be provided for in an extenuating circumstance you know where there are these aggravating circumstances uh you know the death penalty certainly is authorized now whether a jury will impose it or if it's a bench trial for the judge alone would also impose it. I mean, it just depends. Um, I think uh, if you're the criminal defense attorney, you probably want a jury trial because you want to appeal to the sympathies of the jury. Whereas if you're the prosecutor, you'd probably love to have just a bench trial, right? So that the um, you know the the judge would find you know in in favor of the government's case. So um, invariably, people just want if if the def- the defendant wants a jury trial, he or she is entitled to one. Mm-hmm. And then of course you. You know, you make your case. You, as the defense attorney, you make the case to the uh, jury right. and appeal to the sympathies if you can. Yeah. And uh, so, and you know, if if the if the if the uh, drug dealer doesn't get the death penalty, I mean, even if they do, I mean, you know, it's it's not swift justice. I mean, no. it's tied up in court for years. So maybe the best that you can hope for uh, is to get life in prison without the possibility of parole. That is to say, you know, yeah. to a certainty, they're going to die in prison. They're never getting back yeah. out on the street. And um, if their crimes have, uh, if by pushing the drugs or selling the drugs that they've uh, distributed, uh, it's impacted a family and children have been, you know, yeah. killed as a result of that. Um, that's someone who's probably going to do a lot of hard time because they're looked at, they're looked at as baby killers, and they won't be allowed to do. Um, they'll they'll have a hard time uh, in their prison experience. So. Well, I think they should. And I think that President Trump is pragmatic enough to know that there's probably not likely that any drug dealer is going to be end up ending up on death row anytime soon. But I think he's looking for um, a harder stance than we're than we're getting right now, yeah. as well as hopefully um, a deterrence. No, uh, they don't have an opioid problem in Singapore. 
Oh, that's a good point. Because they, 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 that's one of the places where there's a death penalty for drug dealers. They don't have a littering problem over there either because they will cane you. Mm. If you get out of line over there, yeah, I mean, you know, that we, we, we just don't punish. We, you know, we had, we've got a, a problem here in California where we're putting all kinds of bad guys out on the street. We actually, just in California, they actually made, it's no longer a felony to knowingly, intentionally give somebody HIV in the, in the state anymore. That is, that, to mm. me, that's as bad, if not worse than drug dealing. You're, that's, yeah. that, yeah, that's, yeah, We're decriminalizing everything here in the state of California. Yeah, I hadn't heard that, so I, I yeah. can't speak to that. But that well, sounds it, like that's... It's true. Wow. Yeah. That's... that's Wow, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's insane to me. Hmm. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this conversation on the other side of the break with my man, Rod. And we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up. And I'm going to surprise y'all with my Hero of the Week. I know I am. <laughs> Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. Carl from La Mesa needed cash to pay off his second mortgage to do some repairs around the house. He went to the community bank to use his VA loan. I was able to cut his costs in half and get a lower rate that will save him thousands over the life of his loan. Jim and Vernie are first-time homebuyers with young boys. They needed a little more personal attention than they were getting from the credit union. 
I got them same-day pre-approval so they could start shopping that weekend, confident that they could compete with cash offers. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Got to handle a little San Diego business right now. Y'all know how much I love true crime stories. It's something that's fascinated me since I was a kid. And uh, we've had one here in San Diego that's kind of been going on for, for a long time. It's the Coronado Mansion murder. Uh, I've talked about it before to catch you up to speed. Beautiful young gal found by the homeowner's brother, naked, allegedly hung herself by flinging herself, taking a running leap. First of all, tying herself up in knots, putting a gag in her mouth in a chair and then taking a running flying leap over a balcony Mm. naked. Does that sound like something a woman would do? No. The balcony was like the railing was like chest high. Wow. Yeah. Imagine trying to wow. jump over a railing that's chest high when you're when you're bound like that. When you're bound like that and you're like four foot nine and you weigh about a buck, you know, <laughs> you know, two soaking wet and no, and none of it added up. And the man who found her was the the, the mansion owner, Shack Nye's brother. Right. Uh, and a Shack Nye himself, Adam Shack Nye, former Navy guy. Interestingly enough, she was bound with navy knots. Anyway, he took the stand today. Rod, what uh, do you, what happened with he when he took the stand today? Yeah, he denied um, everything. Oh, yeah. okay. Why, well, believe him. Yeah. So uh, the the attorney who brought the wrongful death action uh, uh, just asked a barrage of questions. You know, did you see Rebecca uh, Zahow after she stepped out of the shower? Did you panic when she tried to flee? Did you hit her on the head? Did you tie her up? And his response was a, a calm and firm denial in, of each of those actions. So, wow. and so he, um, let's see, um, his uh, his attorney uh, also asked some direct questions of him. And um, let's see, he he got off the stand. I guess probably, I guess about noontime, because the story that's um, that you can find on the uh, San Diego uh, Union Tribune. Um, or you can go to San Diego Union Tribune dot com uh, was uh, posted at about eight forty this morning. So, um, so basically, um, you know, he. By the way, she's found hanging with abrasions and scrapes on the top of her head. Yeah, okay. So sounds like suicide to me, right? Well, you know, shame on to me. I don't know if the, the if he's going to be found guilty. This, you know, like OJ was in the wrongful well, civil it's, case. Well, uh, it, it's not it's but, not guilt because that's only determined in a well, criminal matter. But it, it, the, probable the, the goal responsible. It, the, exactly liable. Liable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll keep you guys updated. Uh, looking at Drudge Report. Speaking of uh, investigating poorly investigating crimes, seems like Mueller has been, according to this Drudge headline, botching investigations since the anthrax attacks. Maybe he was botching those investigations because during that time he was handing over uranium samples to Russia on behalf of the of Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation and selling twenty percent of our uranium to Russia. How in the world? Did Jeff, you know, people people say that Jeff Sessions is my whipping boy. Well, how, well, of course he is because, you know, you're going to recuse yourself and let this bumbling bozo hand, you know, have the keys to our country and our nation. 
This is absolutely astounding to me. He should have already, I don't know what's going to happen with this. I don't understand why even conservatives are saying that President Trump should not fire Mueller. What we need right now is we immediately need another special prosecutor appointed to actually do, and it needs to be somebody who's never worked in D.C., We have, as Rod could probably attest, amazing U.S. attorneys all over this country with the experience, the skill, and without any of the ties to the deep state and to the swamp in D.C. that could do a proper investigative job. It's like I said on Newsmax this morning. I I am an equal opportunity criticizer. I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat. If you commit crimes against this country and in your capacity, I want you to go to jail. And so far, so I don't have a problem with Michael Flynn. It lied to if if he did, although the FBI said they they didn't even think he did. But if you lie or Manafort, or you commit crimes, I want you prosecuted. But so far, we are not seeing any of the Democrats that committed crimes against this country, including Hillary Clinton, who committed felonies when she destroyed government property that was under subpoena. And that was just a part of her crimes. We need to have a proper investigation done. And oh, by the way, McCabe's got memos. Where's the memos that he, of, of his meetings with Hillary Clinton? Where's the memos of, of, of Comey's meetings with Loretta Lynch? Why wasn't Hillary Clinton put under oath when she was, quote, interrogated for three hours over Fourth of July weekend? There's never been proper investigations done to the emails, and it needs to happen immediately. Um, it's now time for my awards, though. For la- <laughs> the AK Awards for last week's Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. A lot of people, I always put it out to you guys who you think should be Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And everybody was like, got to give it to Sessions this week. I'm going to give a hat tip to Sessions because I do think he did the right thing uh, when he uh, fired McCabe. But here, but he... But he did not fire McCabe on his own. My Hero of the Week is actually a woman whose name's not gotten a whole lot of play. Her name is Candace Will. Candace is actually head of the Office of Personnel Responsibility. She was actually appointed by Mueller in 04. This is a long-standing, uh, some people might even say deep state bureaucrat, not deep state, but long-standing bureau- bureaucrat who actually did the right thing. She was handed the uh, Inspector General's report, which listed McCabe's actions. And evidently, it was a, for a career DOJ bureaucrat with everything that's, that's been uncovered about what's going on in Washington, for her to recommend his firing, a friend of hers, that says everything. But it also says that she is I – feel, I feel better actually about the Department of Justice when I see that somebody who is a career person, a career bureaucrat doing the right thing for the American people. I feel good about that. Mm-hmm. That restores some faith and some trust in that institution that I think the American people desperately need. So Candace Will, man, you're my hero of the week, and I hope that more people will give a hat tip to her. Again, I do congratulate Jeff Sessions for doing the right thing, but he wouldn't have done it without her recommendation because he wouldn't have had the goods. So really, she did the right thing for the American people, and I love that. My stink of the week has to be McCabe because this was a man who went before Congress and masqueraded himself as apolitical, who who presented himself as somebody who doesn't care. Oh, he said to, I think it was even little Marco maybe who was posing the questions. Oh, the FBI, you know, like he did his best, you know, Kevin Costner impersonation from the untouchables, you know, wearing his little hat. You know, we, you know, we do our duty every day as though he was some apolitical guy. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, he was a weasel who was corrupt 
and was leaking, illegally leaking, committing crimes behind the scenes. And when busted, he goes and petitions for his pension at no point showing remorse. And then on top of it, after he does get fired, he petitioned for his pension before he got fired. And after he got fired, he comes out with threats. Still no remorse. At the very least, he could have and he should have said, you know, uh, I, you know, I accept whatever my apologies for my actions, but I hope that, you know, that I'm that I'm able to recoup my pension or something, man, fall on your sword. But every time I fired anybody, they always proved to me right in that moment why they deserved it. Hey, thanks for being here tonight with me. Thank you to DJ Carrot Sticks, all everybody out there listening, my buddy Rod Hatley and Tom Pazel. Stop the two. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.